Hello. <laughs> You're supposed to say hello too, Keith. Hi. <laughs> I was trying to remember that rap that you just made about recording with you. Oh, God, I can't even remember. <laughs> now all I can hear is, for myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do you hate <laughs> Throwdown, bro? You're definitely a songbird of our generation. How <laughs> um, good is it that I found that uh, that one Facebook and I sent it to you where it's literally a compilation of all the harm's way uh, <laughs> yeah. um, overdubs or whatever you call it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like nonstop. It's, it's pure gold. Every song they did it to. And it's just great because they all work so well. <laughs> There's not one bad one. No. I saw um, Jesse Candelori sent me one today, and it's Carlton dancing in uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and they synced it to uh, Coheed and Cambria, A Favor for House Atlantic, the <laughs> one that goes, good eye, sniper, that song. But like yeah. the intro to it, it all syncs up really, really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, this week we don't have uh, much new to talk about nothing kind of new to review uh it is a final countdown for the last of us part two um i didn't watch it today because i really want to go in not knowing any spoilers i'm trying to stay away from the trailers uh i want this game to make me cry the same way uh my father did when he left (laughs) me um but uh no he's still alive guys just getting a sandwich somewhere uh, <laughs> get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm good with my dad. Uh, but um, I just trying to stay away and uh, yeah, trying to dodge those spoilers. Spoilers. So I don't know anything because I've avoided all the spoilers too. But I know that like something in the story has fans like upset. I don't know what though. Hmm could be a number of things, but I am replaying through one right now, uh, but we'll talk about that when we get into the weeks. Dude, that fucking subway part is the worst with the clickers where you're having to fucking sneak. Oh, boy. I, I'm going to say that um, the high school is probably the worst. Yeah, it's pretty bad, too. And if you die um, in high school, it's very very hard to pick up from where they kind of spawn you because uh, literally like down the hallway there's like one and i frick and i died um and i'm just kind of stuck there there's a couple of spots where that game's real frustrating but like it's kind of supposed to be you know it's not i guess supposed to be easy but some of it's no. like annoying where you're like it's not enjoyable you know it's not like oh i i fucked up it's like no this is way too tough it took me about five tries to do the subway clicker part. I remember being like, God, fuck this. <laughs> well, if you enjoy uh, hard games and you like to talk about uh, how cool you are when you actually beat those uh, levels or whatever, those bosses, uh, go check out Hard Mode Only. Um, that's our buddy Seth Myers. Um, Je- Jesse Jester's on there, mm-hmm. too. It's um, a Facebook it's a group. Facebook yeah. group. Um, pretty cool. You know, because Seth Myers would tell us that uh, that game was not hard. Yeah. He, beat it, he beat it on, like, the highest difficulty setting. I'm just always like, do you like being mad? Like, do you enjoy <laughs> being angry? He's the most calm guy in the world, too. If you, if you meet him, man, he doesn't... Always smiling, pretty calm. 
a friend of mine just started listening to the show and he was like i find his voice so soothing like he, he was like i'm i'm very into just how knowledgeable he is about games and he's got a good voice i'm like yeah he's uh like, way more knowledgeable way more professional than we are <laughs> well let me tell you what he's not knowledgeable in and that's uh changing gas filters on a car <laughs> started it, and then uh there's nothing worse than starting a project and then finding out you're not going to ever finish it um, and then having to take it to someone else. And that's what he had to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I do. I yeah. don't learn how to do things. I pay people to do the stuff. And then... Uh, you or Kelsey messaged me the other day and was like, hey, do you know anyone that could patch the ceiling once the plumber goes in the ceiling and fixes a thing? I go, yeah, Aaron. Aaron, like, this is your chance to learn how to do it. Aaron. <laughs> It's like, no, no, no. We want to find someone we want to pay. Yeah, it's our house. I'm not going to do it and fuck it up. Like, come on, man. You see, me, when it comes to things that I have to see, I don't want to do them. Like, if I have to patch a hole in the wall, I don't want to do it because I will literally stare at the imperfections. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So, Even if everyone else thinks it's a good job, I know that, like, "Ah, I shouldn't have sanded right there. It's a little (laughs) bit too sanded, not blended well. Anyway, uh, this week, if you want to hit the drop, I'll talk about what I've been doing. Okay. Well, first of all, you're listening to Nerds. You can find us at Nerds the Podcast on everything other than uh, Instagram, which we are Nerd Podcast. Uh, Email us. We we had an email last week. We read it. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And we have nothing this week. So, anyways. It's been. (laughs) It's been one Uh, week for me, two for you. Yep. I I caulked my bathtub. I was kidding. It is no joke. Um, we are trying to fix all the brokenness in the podcast world. Uh, you know, things just stop working. So if you can't find us for some reason, guys, um, and it's hard to find you, always go back to uh, SoundCloud, uh, listen to my rap album, then check out this podcast. But um, let us know because, I mean, there's we're trying to put ourselves out there on everything like Spotify and um, what the Google music or google Google play Play store um but as for uh our logo we got ian to uh former guest ian rowan to fix us up a little bit i haven't checked i checked like day like one day after two day after um but i'm actually checking right now it still doesn't show up on itunes with the right picture i don't know what to do me either uh you know you know, who used to John from Friday Night Fandom, the podcast, the yeah. podcast. He knew exactly, like he knew how all this stuff worked on the like iTunes refreshing. I'm about to just go to Fiverr and pay a guy. <laughs> well, no, I think it's just taking a while. I mean, I don't know, but it's supposed to fix it. I don't, I don't know. know. You had to get on with uh, who the other day, I, and then I got a I got an email from uh, Google Play. Um, Stitcher uh, customer service was the one I got, and they they fixed it. They just had to refresh it, I guess. Yeah, um, that's so weird, man. It, like you get stuck. Yeah. And but the anyway. funny thing is, people were saying Google Play was doing the same thing, but when I looked, it had updated already. I think it must have been a SoundCloud thing. They must have updated or something. You know, like some kind of update must have come through. Mm-hmm. Um, that just didn't hit those sites right away. So, I don't know. I. This past week, I checked out this uh, show called Upload on Amazon. It's an Amazon TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, it's about you know the future where cars are driving themselves, and uh, when you die, you have the choice to not 
right before you die, you have the choice to upload your your um, uh, consciousness into you know a, the cloud or you know a, into some kind of space. But um, your consciousness then lives as as you did um, in these like virtual uh, reality, almost like um, getaways. And it's really funny because they take a stab at a lot of the corporations. Uh, like uh, there's a company called Oscar Mayer Intel <laughs> <laughs> where they print meat. It's pretty funny. But um, So but the does the main can... character die or does he just go in? Because it seems like from the ads, he's not actually dead. No, so he's actually dead. Oh. Uh, he died. He dies in the first episode, so it's not a spoiler or anything like that. Um but he's dead and you know there's there's a mystery behind it and stuff like that um it there's love interest but it's not a will they won't they type thing uh it just kind of hiccups along the way and re- repercussions you'll see with the story but i i'm liking the show i think it's really good i finished a full first season i hope they get signed up for a second cuz they kind of leave it on a cliffhanger unsolved mystery type thing um but it's it's interesting um you know the concept and everything um and it's not too far in the future it's maybe about like 10 to 15 years so uh people are all saying it's really good and i get advertised you know advertised it all the time on amazon but i can't stop watching fucking psych and uh bosh like funny detective (laughs) show and real detective show i can't stop i'm going back and forth Dude, this show uh, upload though makes these like undertone jokes that's that like you may or may not get um if you're like you know doing work in the background you may miss but like the funniest one that i lost it at was uh they were doing like a walkthrough of like you know where where these consciousness live mm-hmm. and um one and like the the AI is this uh, like redhead guy, and they uh, and they make jokes that uh, there's like, oh yeah, he definitely doesn't have a have a soul. Oh god, <laughs> you know, redheads don't yeah. have souls. Gingers do have souls, okay. <laughs> um, I wonder where that kid is. It's really funny because there's the the concept is like you could go in these different places and there's different statuses. So depending on how much money you made, you know, you go to this other place. There's like a a place called kmart uh vista view (laughs) (laughs) not a good place that's funny i'm gonna watch it for sure i just haven't yet yeah it's a good watch i mean you could really play it in the background and stuff like that um but it's just interesting concept a little bit different um still funny uh with a little bit of mystery but it doesn't take itself too seriously uh a lot of kind of sex jokes and poke fun at some of that stuff um but other than that i uh i completed my battle pass for call of duty like literally everything on it there's nothing else to do this is this is the first time i've bought a battle pass for any game and what is it just gives you skins and stuff not just but it gives you skins and stuff right like you go through it and you do you know the challenges and shit and whatever and then you get like gun skins and like banners and shit right yeah, so this isn't a new concept, right? Uh, Fortnite's been doing it. Apex does it. Um, a couple different places do those, this battle pass. Usually, it's, it's like right around a ten dollar mark for, and it'll like it'll long. It's usually for like a couple months. So you know, you definitely get 
you know, your $10 worth with all the skins and stuff, but you have to play to unlock it. Yeah. Um, and so you can miss it. You, I'm sorry? You can miss it. Like, if you don't get the stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like you, just because you bought the battle pass, you get all the stuff. No. With uh, kills or, you know, um, any kind of XP points, then you unlock, uh, you know, each tier for the battle pass. So in Call of Duty, they have 100. 100 tiers. So um, probably every, if not match, every other match, depending on how good you play, um, you unlock something. It's it's that carrot. Um, I, I like the idea of it. I just um, ten bucks each couple months is uh, could get a little expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Not only that, sometimes they just run out of stuff. But what's cool is that on season four, which is going to be out next week in about six days, um, they're they're bringing back uh, Captain Price, who's one of the main guys from uh, Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the new story. He's the Jason he's, Statham yeah. sounding guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but he's he looks like uh, I would say Scottish almost. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, they're bringing him in and uh, a couple other characters. Um, Call of Duty's really been on top of it. Uh, I mean, they had a rough start with this game. Um, thank God for uh, lockdowns and everything like that. It's made this game very popular. But um, but I feel like they are really kind of getting their bearings in there. And really, it's about time. I mean, there's still kinks that need to get worked out, like uh, climbing up rocks. You can't do, but you could like vault over walls. Yeah. And there's frustrating things like that. And I, I won't, you know, everyone says the same thing, so I won't harp on that too much. But things that they do add, it, like uh, like there's like these bunkers and stuff like that. Now, if you go get it, like you, sometimes in loot chests, you could go find a key card and then you could go to the bunker and unlock it there. Or there's like Easter eggs where you go answer these phones and that unlocks the bunker. Like crazy stuff like that. Well, that's um, interesting. I, I haven't, and this is in the battle royale, right? Yeah, this is in the Warzone part uh, because there's the multiplayer, which has always been there since day one. And really, you know, I've said this before, um, playing multiplayer and playing Warzone, it's two different games. It is literally, it's yeah. not the same game. If I go from playing multiplayer and I'm all hopped up on running and gunning and, you know, I, I do pretty decent, but I'm I'm nowhere near as good as some of these pros, but... Then I go run in Warzone. You can't do that. You're not going to survive. You're not going to. You have to play a little bit smarter. Yeah, cover yeah. yourself. Play as a team a lot more in Warzone. Um, honestly, I probably wouldn't be playing Warzone if if I wasn't playing with a team. Like I stopped playing Overwatch because I lost some of my teammates because mm-hmm. they on the other games and yeah. it stopped being fun. Um, it's you know it's different strategies and stuff like that. I mean, I had a team. It was it was me versus. So I I had a team last night, and I'll walk you through a scenario. Um, playing with my friends, uh, we were just we were on the last game. We're kind of messing around, doing hot drops. Uh, that's where you just drop into hot zones and yeah, trying kills, and you know, it it helps you with the re- reflexes a lot, or it helps you like learn a gun or something. Um, if you know where, you know, if you want to practice with your pistols or just overtake, it just feels good when you drop into a, a big zone and you could take out a guy and, and, uh, pick up some weapons on the way. 
But anyway, we're doing that. Um, we all died. They, they, you know, we played through the game. It ended up to be I was the last one in there watching me, <laughs> and I was in a a good spot for like the final circle, but uh, I was getting rushed by a team of four. And no matter what, you know you're not going to win. But what you do is you start doing things that like, you know, you start thinking about strategies and thinking, you know, I'm not going to fight four guys straight head on. I'm not going to win. So what I did was I shot at them from one building, jumped out the back window where they couldn't see me, ran into the other building and then started playing home alone where I'm booby trapping, setting claymores and, (laughs) and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm setting. Did you put any paint cans? (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm. Literally, you know, I'm screaming Marv, um, <laughs> but I'm set. I'm setting up this other building because they're gonna come, and uh, it, and I may lead them in. So, like, what I did was after I shot out of that one building, I hopped out, I booby trapped the front door, I closed the door behind me, I put a claymore there. Um, there was a bouncy in there, a uh, proximity mine. I call it a bouncy because it bounces <laughs> up. Um, I put one at the back door. Uh, I. I then um, shot it. I knew that they were coming. So what I did was from the back door, I went around the side of the house and I shot at them because they were coming over, um, killed one, ran back in the house, ran upstairs to the attic, shot a little bit there too. Um, (laughs) So then the one comes chasing me through the back door. He gets downed. Then um, the one comes through the front door. Uh, They take a, a, a good chunk of armor off. But if you don't wipe, if you don't, down the whole team, one guy could pick them all up. Oh, and that's yeah. what happened to me, where I was trying to lure them up into the attic, but they had some explosives. Um, so I was staying in the corner. So I would shoot in the middle by the stairs. So they think I'm in one place, and I'm trying to pick them off, but then they all just kind of ganged up on me and threw a bunch of grenades in there and got me down. <laughs> yeah, I am usually the one that's just watching because I can't kill anyone in any of those games. It's it's still fun, man. You know things like that. You start it's, to think not the basic, you know. Oh, I'm gonna take them all on. I could do it. You know, no, man. When you're one on four, you need to fight a little bit smarter. Um, and we definitely could have got that whole team if I had I had uh you know my friends with me if they weren't fucking around. Yeah, I uh I still have fun, but again, like you said, it's only fun if you have friends. Like. If you're solo, it's just you're dying so quick. You know, it's like, I don't know. I've been playing PUBG a little bit here and there, and I suck at that game so bad. Like, If you're playing PUBG, then play Call of Duty. You already have the game on PC. We could actually play together. No, I know. Uh, I just never see you on. I, I jump on whoever I see on. Like Curtis and I, my buddy Curtis, who I play PUBG with, he has some friends that play that, and then we have another friend that won't play that. He he got it, but he hates it, you know, because it's fucking... It's a, it's not well-made. It's really hard, but it's fun for me because I just play with them. You know, I just run. I, I just go like Leroy Jenkins, and then they kill everyone that kills me. Like, I just... I hear someone. I run out. They know where they are. You know, I kind of let them shoot me so they'll know where they are, and then uh, they kill them, but... Modern uh, Warfare, I have fun. I've I've gotten some kills, and like it's it's a lot easier and more user friendly. The shooting's a lot better, I think. Like PUBG is like, it's I think it takes more skill to get kills in that because you have to put your bullet drop and shit. Like it's you know more legitimate shooting, but I just like to be able to aim at things and hit them. You know. 
Well, if anyone wants to add me, you have to add me through Activision, um, which is my Activision user ID is Keith McFly. There's no numbers after. If you're an OG Activision uh, account holder, then you, you just use your regular username and you link it up. Yeah, I, I mine is Ted Danson, nineteen eighty four, I think, which is yeah. f- funny because I was born in eighty three, but it just gave me a random number, I think. Nineteen eighty four. So what else? What have you been? What else you been doing? Well, um, I've been on a hunt for a G twenty nine Logitech racing wheel. Um, <laughs> it and. Here, I'm like this. This sent me down the deepest rabbit hole that like I could ever find. Um, I I wanted this wheel. Um, I wanted a racing wheel for the PS4, but I could also use it on my computer. Um, uh, that's why I want to go with the Logitech. I don't want one for the Xbox, just because you know more people play uh PS4 than Xbox these days. Um, so I really wanted a racing wheel, and and this has been since like March. In December, I passed on one, or I, in in November, I passed on one uh, for Black Friday. It was like one ninety nine, not bad. Well, ever since the pandemic hit and people are at home and stuff like that, literally there is not one place you can find it brand new without you know price gouging the shit out of it. Yeah, that one ninety nine one ninety nine price tag, you can't even get a used or refurbished one for one ninety nine. The closest you're gonna get for a refurbished one right now is three ninety nine. Jesus, and a new one is nowhere to be found. Like literally nowhere to be found. Um, a used one, you're still paying three hundred bucks. But I'm weird about uh, racing wheels, and you know people are really touching. I I, I don't like that type of stuff. Uh, you know I I could take a controller that's used because I. You know, but a racing wheel, you actually have to hook it up, know that the gears aren't stripped, you know, the feedback, all that stuff. And to spend that much and not know, uh, I'm, it's not for me. Yeah. So uh, trying to find one, I signed up for an, uh, an alert. If you guys find any, please let me know where I could go. I even went to like stores that we don't have in our area, like Fry's or stuff like that, um, that, you know, that they're in other areas. But Best Buy, Target, GameStop, no one has them. And damn. Uh, there, there's definitely a shortage. Uh, even Logitech, they, they're not selling any off their site right now. That's. I wonder why. Like, I wonder if they just weren't producing them as much, you know, like in general. And then some, Dude, you know, COVID they, happened, and people are like, "I want to drive a fake car." Well, I know a lot of racers or you know race car drivers are actually driving online now. You know, like hosting digital races and shit. Yeah. So that's going on, which is really, really cool. Um. But also, uh, Dirtfish uh, on their YouTube, they uh, it, that's a rally school out of like Washington. They have been doing a uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 uh, uh, class on their YouTube, teaching you how to drive, teaching you basics, and just showing you. Now they're doing it on a full sim, you know, racing rig with three screens, chair, the whole nine. Um, but really they're, they show you the basics of like, you know, going into the corners, turning cause those games, a lot of them, you know, like even Gran Turismo for the most part doesn't have a really full tutorial of like why you do mm-hmm. this, how you yeah, do this. Yeah. Um, they just like go around this turn and do it in this time, you know? And yeah, I could slide in and do it, but 
a lot of people, like you said, um, have turned to that. Uh, even Red Bull's doing a race series online right now with iRacing with all their drivers, and it's pretty cool. Like, even Travis Pastrana and everyone's on it. But, um, and those guys, you know, I don't think Travis Pastrana's raced on a racing sim ever. Yeah, what about Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Is he <laughs> racing on sims now? Is he intimidating people? No, he's just playing sims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made uh made myself uh made, I'm, I put my car out front. Um, I got uh got my yard all done up. I'm I'm doing I'm doing a lot of good things out here, man. That's what <laughs> I believe Dale Earnhardt Jr. sounds like. So the last thing that I, I that I did this past week is um I created a Animal Crossing character to help Rachel, um, kind of redo her whole island, and it, it may not sound like a lot. But this is something like she's maybe three months in, right? Ever since the game came out, she had it, she pre-ordered it, came out. This is a huge undertaking for someone that spends, you know, if you look at the time, like she already has like over 300 hours in this game, just fucking insane. That is insane. Um, I had to make a character to help her move things. She needed an extra. <laughs> what I found out is that, uh, when you are a helper on someone's account like that, and like you, like they almost play it like, remember Sonic Two when you're when you're playing as Tails? Yeah, and you just don't die. <laughs> that's that's like literally it. Like you're just there. Now you could pass the uh, ownership back and forth by waving the jo- uh, the Joy-Con or the um, the controller, and then you could pass ownership so I could take control and do whatever I want to. Um, but until you do that, I'm just tails. I'm just following around. <laughs> if you, if I go out of screen, I just pop up right next to you, which is kind of weird because like you can invite a whole other person with a, a Nintendo account to your Island and they could come and just walk around and do whatever they want. If they're your best friend or if they're just a visitor, then they have certain restrictions, but they have more leniency than I do playing right next to the person that is, it's their game right yeah well they don't want you to be able to really play i guess you know they're like you're not paying money bitch you don't get to play no but think about this like the concept is just this um let's say that there's just an island and like uh i just want to help take care of it why can't i take care of it at the same time someone else is taking care of it i don't know I don't understand Animal Crossing. I think it seems like the most boring game that's ever existed. And I hate Animal Crossing because I bought Kelsey a Switch Lite because uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive is coming out this Friday and I knew I wanted to play. You know, there's a couple of games coming out. So I oh, want... I thought it was her birthday, and you want to get her a birthday present. Well, I had you bought know, her she... other stuff for her birthday, so she just got a major birthday. I got her a fucking 27-inch ultra-wide monitor, a new Google Wi-Fi puck for her desk so that she can actually have decent internet because the internal Wi-Fi adapter on her laptop was, like, capping at 40 megs down or and sometimes, like, as low as 5 to 12 megs down. Um mm. I spent a lot of money. I, I probably spent five, six hundred dollars on her birthday. So, um, but what else am I doing? I'm fucking bored, you know. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll get her, you know, whatever, and I'll just make the switch light the main switch for my account, 
because you know then she can play because she plays way more than me you know what i mean i'm jumping all over with different games um well animal crossing can't be transferred no you can't transfer from one account to the other so she no, started no, no. on yours not even a one switch to another with the same account it literally lives on your switch what yes it's the dumbest thing i've ever i'm like this is why I hate Nintendo. I literally am like, this is why I want Nintendo to fail. This no, shit right no, here. No, no, no. You, you could, you, you could transfer because hundred percent. You can't look it up. Look it when up. When I created my account, it asked me if I, if I, uh, if this is my primary switch, which I said no, and then it asked me, um, would I like to transfer my game to the switch? And I said no because I, I didn't play anything else. It, it didn't let us. We tried. <laughs> I literally put, like, first of all, we had to create a new account on the Switch because it was doing this thing where it would it needed an update for me to for her to log in on my or for me to log in on my account, but it, you couldn't update the system without logging in. <laughs> so it was like you can't log in because it needs an update, but you can't update because you need to log in. So Kelsey made an account. We lo- we did all that. Then we logged into my account and put the game in, and it won't transfer it. It literally starts it like it's a fresh, a fresh game. Wow! Yeah, it. And if you un- look it up, it everyone it said you up. can't do it. That is the most unprofessional thing you can possibly do as a merchant that sells systems that are meant to be portable and are iterative. So they are constantly making new ones. You know, like a switch to switch light or. Someone starting out with a Switch Lite wanting to play on TV, so they want to get a Switch, right? Man, that's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. This is why I hate Nintendo. I will never shill for Nintendo, ever. Anything they do positive is massively outweighed by the amount of shit they do that's nonsense. Like, we are in 2020. I can upload my games to the cloud on PS4 and get them on another system immediately. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It'll show you your user profile from a new collection of new transferring data. No, it, fuck, man. Because they just released an update, so it may be Switch Software version 10.0 is available now. You can update your system manually. It's saying that in 10.0, you could which is available now, adds ability for you to transfer your downloaded games. No, it's just downloaded games. Yep. From system memory to SD card or vice versa. They are saying... The storage. They said that they're looking into doing it uh, in a couple of different ways, well, but it's going to be gotta, limited. They don't want people duplicating stuff and moving it back yeah, and forth. But, you got to think of, of the other side to that, Aaron. I mean... No, no, no. There is no other side. You have to think <laughs> for the consumer. You know what you do? You make it an account-based thing. It can only be tied to your account. I don't mind. I would have made a new account and just used it on the on my original Switch. Just let Kelsey have my account. What have I played on it? You know, a little bit of Breath of the Wild, uh, Octopath Traveler, which I didn't beat. Like nothing is tied to that account that I've paid money for on only the Switch. You know, I would have just made a new account. Just tie it to the account so that you can't do any shenanigans. Like there are other multiplayer games that are able to be transferred with no issue. You know what I mean? Like, 
every other system on earth a pc i can just go into my steam and download every game ever in the history of the universe <laughs> it's going to be available i mean they they address it um you know they they know. but how did they not have foresight this was an issue with the 3ds they they had this issue with the 3ds version you're right which you're is right. another system that they made that's iterative like they release new skins on them and, and new systems that are like you know, way cooler. So, of course, gamers are going to want to get that collector's edition one. And then they can't cha- transfer their fucking island. So, on 426 on Nintendo Wire, there was uh, an article that, that came out. Uh, Niten- N- um, Animal Crossing New Horizon save data transfer abilities are still on their way. The game developers working on two methods of transfer. The information comes from a new interview with CNET in which the interviewer Scott Sign shared his frustrations with the current lack of cloud save backup and transfers. So right, uh, and this is in quotes. Uh, so right now we're trying to give users two types of function. The first thing is when the user lose or breaks their switch then we'll be able to provide a backup save data that was saved on the server. And this is coming from the game producer Hisashi Nogami. Then he said, and then the second one is when the user buys a new Nintendo Switch, we will transfer that account for them. I don't know what that means, but this is going, you know, this has been addressed since February. Um, They've known about since February. Yeah, and we're three months, almost four months later, and nothing. Like, this is, this is the shit, man. Where it's like, I just spent two hundred or yeah, two hundred dollars, I think, for the Switch Lite. And oh, did what, she what start all over? No, she's not. I'm just letting her have the big Switch for now. Okay. Her so other Switch is just the, literally what? sitting on the kitchen table. I almost returned it, but she was like, "No, eventually, I want to, you know, I'll." I'll move it when we can and whatever. To pull the bandaid off, and it'd probably be better sooner than later. The thing is, is that if you have help, like well, she has two hundred hours on it, she's not going to play two hundred hours again and do all the same. Like it was boring the first time. I mean, not for her, but t- oh, I imagine never. it's like it's work. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta hear me out. If yes, it's work. Um, but if you pull the bandaid off and you keep that other account going. And then you you make another account. You can eventually um, go to your own island, and this is like a shitty workaround. But you could go to your own island and bring your stuff with you and drop it off. <laughs> um, and, but it would be so friend, long. I know it would suck. It would really suck. Yeah, it's but, not worth it. I'll just wait till they say like we can transfer your account. I mean, she'll eventually be done with it, but. It's one of those games that's like Farmville. Like you're, it's made to make you. I truly don't understand the allure of fucking Animal Crossing. Like I don't get it. I, I'm sure you know. We all love games that other people don't understand, right? Like that. That's how gaming works, you know. But that shit just doesn't look fun. <laughs> and the whole goal is to get a stupid dog that can't sing for shit to come to your island and sing a shitty song. <laughs> KK, yeah, KK Slider, dude. It's a good name, good initials. But he's the worst singer of all time. He has so many albums, it's sick. <laughs> God. Anyway, um, yeah, the game isn't perfect, but it is what it is, man. It's a, 
time sink. That's what it is. Let's, there's no two ways about yeah. it. Yeah. It's perfect for quarantine because it's mellow, like it's relaxing in that way, you know? And it's perfect if you like to, like, organize shit and you like to design, you know, like, houses and shit like The Sims, things like that. You know what I mean? So Uh, None of those games have ever been my thing. This game has helped Rachel unlock her mind in how we organize the house. I mean, we have a tiny house for the amount of stuff we have. Um, And uh, it allowed us to move some stuff around the house and literally have all my games almost in like one space which is never i mean i've had games like in the bedroom in the other room in the in the dining room in the living room um but i we're almost done and then i'm gonna create like a little video and put it together for the podcast of like a little tour of what it looks like but now in my bedroom i have my neo geo arcade machine i have four tall ikea cabinets of uh filled top to bottom with video games and uh two of of the like cd cabinets for like ps uh one and dreamcast um and uh a bunch of controllers and stuff like that all in one room you do have a pretty big bedroom in terms of the room sizes of the house yeah so it's probably the right place in terms of where you know the bedroom is literally almost half of the house. Just kind of crazy. Yeah. I would say it's a quarter of the house. It's, well, if you think about it, where the wall ends is that entire hallway almost. And the bathroom, like that other bedroom and the bathroom, you know, like it's it's a lot of space. It's a good size bedroom. It's just, uh, you know, there's also closets. And yeah, have of to course. With the AC unit because the house is built like in the 60s. But um, it it really this game helped Rachel unlock like how can we move things around because like when I tell you like we got a lot of stuff in the house like yeah. I have my stuff at your house in your attic yeah right? I have an arcade machine like in a storage uh, unit right now that I have for work too um, you know I I don't really have the pleasure of any extra room so usually in the house if you move one thing it's uh what's that show uh um, full metal alchemist oh it's it's like something has to get taken um yeah (laughs) as a result it's a law of exchange right yeah the law of equivalent exchange so if i'm moving one thing that thing has to go somewhere else you know if i want to put something someplace something else is gonna have to move because there's literally no room i'm maxed out now yeah um this game like literally helped solve one of the biggest things well animal crossing i I got it for kelsey just on a lark because she was like i think i want to play it like you know it sounds like fun so we were entering quarantine so i'm like fuck it i'll order it and i got it for her and she's like it literally saved my life during quarantine because she you know was furloughed for a bit and she just had nothing to do and she was stuck indoors and she was like i would have gone insane like the stress of everything and being stuck inside and you know just feeling like stressed for money and you know whatever and that's the worst man like even me i'm i'm working but every once in a while i'll get on my own head where like you just get bummed out or depressed or well what i do too is like i'm working as well but i'm like what if you know like what if we hit that point where we're gonna have to you know furlough for a bit or whatever you know like i'm like what if that's me next you know nobody knows it yeah no one could tell you or give you that assurance um 
you know, and I'm not a bad worker in any aspect, um, but I just get in my own head to where like, man, I just, this is not how I normally work. This is, you know, I feel kind of pointless and I'm not really contributing as much as I usually could. You know, you just get in your own space. Yeah. And, and I ended up just taking a lot of naps. You know, <laughs> I get into that. I have to kind of like reset and I wake up usually en- energized and, but it's, uh, it's a tough spot to, you know, spiral to go down and, yeah. and you start feeling that, that way, you know, clear your head with some games and then you start thinking about other things and you usually come up with a way out or you talk to someone else and, you know, brainstorm. Or you go down um, a four hour rabbit hole of looking at old scooters that you want to buy. <laughs> Dude. which is going into your week that's literally what you've been doing this whole week i've so i'll tell you this last weekend i um I, so that that obsession started this weekend and i don't remember why like I, youtube must have heard me talking about so i'd no it must have been a little bit of last week middle of last week i think one night i was just bored and i was looking for scooters because you had um you had a friend who was selling a, a scooter and I was like, yeah, cause I've been thinking about getting something since I work so close to my house. Like when, you know, I go back to the office, why yeah. drive my car? Like I'm literally a mile away. You have a couple intersections that are, that I consider sketchy and I've been riding my scooter for over, over 10 years. Um, I've been in two accidents, but, uh, but only one of them, uh, was a failure because of the scooter. And I yeah. got hurt. The, the other one, I just, you know, laid it down. But uh, I wasn't even driving that one. I was on the back <laughs> of my own scooter. Jesus. The person driving just didn't lean. So when we were turning, we just went straight. Oh, no. But um, <laughs> you you have a couple intersections, but you're so close. Like, you really could almost give up a, a vehicle. Yeah. Like, you, you, everything is so close to your house uh, where you work and everything – you could give up a vehicle and then not have payments and not have uh, insurance and all that stuff. But the thing is, Aaron, is you always start at one spot and then you start going. Like you start going down <laughs> the rabbit hole and start yeah. looking. It's like, well, if I if I'm going to spend that much and I could afford this much as my budget, well, if I'm going to get that much, I want that a bigger engine. If I'm going to get a bigger engine, I got to go take my motorcycle license test and then I got to go get insurance. And now all of a sudden you have another car. <laughs> yeah well the thing is i just really don't want to be stuck at like 40 you know so my my process was like all right what do i need cc wise to get to the point where i can do 50 to 55 like to be able to stay with the flow of traffic not to go to work like work i could get there going 40 you know what i mean that's easy peasy because it's so hold on, short hold on you you passed a joke 55 <laughs> I can't drive. Um and so that's where th- then I was looking, right? So then I'm like I could get like a 150 cc and I'd be hitting, you know, peaking at a like 52 53. I was watching a bunch of videos of people showing you kind of top speeds and and how uh what kind of, you know, incline you can do those speeds on, what you know, decline. Like Florida's pretty flat, so we're good there. Flat, man. It's more the wind you got to worry mm-hmm. about. <laughs> Yes, with a tailwind, like, they always say, like, yeah, yeah, they say you can do, you know, on a ruckus. I was watching 
I watched a really cool video of these two dudes going through off-roading <laughs> on a Zuma and a Ruckus. I watched this two dudes on what? <laughs> not so fun. Yeah, I think you were watching Dumb and Dumber, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> so these guys were like, we're meeting people uh, who are doing like this off-road thing, and they're all on dirt bikes, and they're like, we wanted to see and prove that these two 50cc scooters can can make it. And they 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 had to get help up a hill once. <laughs> uh, a guy and, and they were like, we could have done it. It was just a lot slower. And somebody came by on like a tractor, like a or um like a cater not a caterpillar. What are those? Um, they're like golf carts, but the the off road ones. They're like like a Can Am or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And kind of uh, roped them up and uh, gave them a drag. Um, but they they had to like lift them up over trees and shit, and they were like you know fallen trees, and they were like, see, this is where this shit is awesome because they're so light. It's like 250 pounds. Like two guys can lift it, you know? Um, but anyway, so my process was like, how do I get there? And so then I was looking and I'm like 150 cc's and I was looking at some of the uh, scooters that I saw that I was like, okay, this looks pretty good, you know, whatever. And then pricing wise, I'm like, well, if I, if, if I just, if I want to pay two grand, I can get like a 250 cc for two grand you know why not do that to have a little more power you know and then i was just like going down this thing but i really like i never knew the name of um the the scooter that i like but it's a it's a honda helix it's like an old uh, it is ultimate florida old man (laughs) scooter where you like your feet go like in front of you yeah and you're almost like laying down you're just sitting straight up you're like on a couch yeah, it's like a lazy boy of scooters. Yeah. And it's so, uh, like, look, I'm not here to impress anybody with looks. Do you think I care what other... I'm married, bro. I don't have anybody... No one no, no one I need to try to fuck. And, here, and here's why you care, because the scooter that I sent you for $1,000 is the Hondro Metropolitan, or Honda, Honda Metro for short. And the one that I sent you is this guy who runs a uh, Instagram called uh, the Ruckus Society, and it's literally a group of he he runs this group of uh, scooter meetups, right? And it's his personal vehicle that he is a like Kia uh, technician, so he's worked on it. He added he took all the slow shit off and added the fast shit on, and it hits fifty miles an hour. Now it doesn't go fifty five, but it hits fifty. It hits fifty with the wind at your back going down it, a hill. No, 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 no. Because uh, I could do that on my stock ruckus, bro. Right? I've driven behind you on the ruckus, and that thing was barely hitting forty, dude. <laughs> I was driving behind you, then I would have hit fifty because you were breaking the wind for me. <laughs> but, um, I mean, his is ready to go, and you were worried because it's like it's bubbly, you know, it's. It looks like a Vespa imitation, and you're like, no, that looks too gay. People already question, you know, (laughs) my sexuality. I'm like, damn, dude, I got one of those. Yeah, but nobody, look, I have to be careful (laughs) in my life. I can't feed into it (laughs) that much, okay? There's people online that call you soy boy, so I'm just saying. exactly. Like, I already get bullied enough. Now if I get... I mean, look, I'm going to get made fun of on a, on a Metro as well, or I mean, on a Helix as well, but... 
Uh, for a different reason. <laughs> saggy old balls. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a different reason. It's, you know, you got to give people a, a breadth of things to make fun of you about. It's just funny that because, like, this came out of nowhere. And, like, I got a buddy, you know, who's selling the Metro. And I got another friend who's selling a Ruckus. Um, each of them for a thousand bucks. The the Ruckus is a little bit beat. It's been living in the Miami sun. You know, he keeps it out at night. Mm-hmm. When I had it, it's actually Rachel's old scooter that I sold to a friend. Now he bought a motorcycle. So he doesn't ride the ruckus as much, um, but it's it's still a ruckus, and that thing will run. I mean, let me give you this example. This past week, other boring things that I did other than caulk my bathtub was I did a full service on my Honda lawnmower. My Honda lawnmower is like 11 years old. It still starts on one pull of that string. It, it, it is like that engine, as long as I change the oil, maintain it, clean it, uh, you know, I changed the filter, spark plugs, everything. It's going to run the same thing with the scooter. I mean, I've never had a problem with my ruckus. Now, granted, it does live in the living room. I don't keep it outside. I don't have a carport or, or sorry. I have a carport. I don't keep it out there. I don't have a garage. Um, that's it. It, I never have a problem with it. There's literally no problems I've ever had with this scooter. When you were coming to me and it's like, I'm going to get the Ice Bear 150, I'm like, all right, you, if you want to I didn't say for, I was going to get it. For, I asked you what you thought of it. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't think less of it. If you want to throw away disposable scooter and waste a 1000 bucks, go do that, right? You want to just – because it's only going to last you one year, and literally no one wants to work on it. No, I mean, I no know. one wants to work on scooters to begin with for the most part. But no one wants to work on any of the Chinese import scooters. They just see them as disposable. And yeah. that's truly what they are. I saw it. it. I was just looking up ruckuses, you know, it's like looking around. And then I saw that. And I'm like, well, it looks like a ruckus. Like it's designed to look like one, right? But it's 150 cc's. And in order to get a ruckus up there, you have to get like a GY6 engine and do all these change outs. And, and then that limits the, like that has its own lifespan issues, you know, like. Yeah. It's. It, you know, it's a lot of work. So I was like, well, that one's already there. So I just asked you because I know you know. You know what I mean? I know you have a ruckus and you, you like ruckuses. So I'm sure you had heard of it. So then I no, was like, it, I wonder. The, the sweetest setup you could do, and I won't do it because I like the ruckus stock, but the sweetest setup that you could do is you get the ruckus and then you put the Zuma 150 engine on it. Mm-hmm. That freaking hauls ass. There's like a whole group that they, they do that, but... You have to stretch the ruckus, and you're in that yeah. low boy club. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I like the ruggedness of going off road and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's that's See, the other thing is like I you have, have to stretch them just to I get have it there. Two scooters. So let's do this. Let's do this. Why don't you and I just fucking go ride some scooters, holding hands into the sunset? Well, your metro's lowered, bro. That thing is like scraping the ground. I, I yeah, I can't turn. Uh, you gotta use the ditch (laughs) i use the ditch to turn but you could ride the ruckus as long as you if you swear to god you don't crash it that's why i'll never ride anyone else's stuff it's not that i think i'll crash it it's that i just don't want that risk you know what i mean i trust you but at least then you could get a, a feel for it at least then you could get a feel for do i need to go bigger you need to be smart on where you go and what streets you drive on like if I was to go to like your house, right? You know, not to localize us, but I would stay on these local roads like 
Andrews doesn't get too crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a know, two lane, you know, like no one's, it's 45, 40 to 45 speed limit all the way through. So, yeah. And if I need to go to Miami, which I've done a, a bunch and it sounds kind of crazy because it's like an hour from my house in a normal car, but I would take US1 and A1A, which is right next to the beach. And that's a fun ride already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a tough ride because I have to go around a lot of stuff like, you know, the Florida airport. Um, but it's, it, it's a fun ride, but you need to be a little bit smart, right? You're not going to go down, you know, like, uh, us highways and stuff like that. Right. It gets sketchy around like, you know, like us one at Florida airport. It's that's almost a highway right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. It gets to four lanes at that point. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into Trials of Mana. You, you're playing a little bit. I beat it. In fact, no way. really, I, I beat it last night. Uh, I'm now in the post game. There's like they've added some. Um, they added like bosses and things that you can do. Uh, you can unlock the fourth class change in post game, and it's actually really easy. I thought it was going to be more of a like a quest to get those fourth classes. Um, but you just it's like the next thing you do is like a three part quest to get each person's thing and it's got a boss, a unique fight for each one and you know, a little more story. Um really liked it, man. I'm gonna give that a four out of five dicks all the way nope. through. The voice acting is shit. <laughs> really bad, like really bad. Um, but you know, that aside and you know, forgiving some clear things that this is a ported Super Nintendo game. Yeah, and it's from what, like nineteen ninety seven? Ninety six, ninety seven, I think. I Japan here, uh Japan ninety five. Oh, ninety five, okay. It never came to the US. That's so that's the thing. Um yeah. and that's really just like you have to save at save points. It's not save anywhere. That's really the biggest thing that is like, you know, old school in it. Um and the storytelling, but you know, it's they didn't like update the story, so they didn't like you know they wanted to do a port so they or a remake so they remade it and it's a lot of fun it's it's you know combat's pretty simple it's you know uh squares uh light hit triangles you know hard hit uh you can charge attack with triangle uh and then you have like super moves that you can do mm-hmm. that you build up points for and then you can you know each time you cl- change your class to the next one you get another bar and that in turn gives you a new super move that you can charge up for so that, but you can use all of them. Like you can, you they they go. So you hold L one, and then you have square, triangle, circle, X, and it goes square is the first level, triangle second, and you know so on around that uh, clockwise motion or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it, it was a lot of fun. I'm gonna play through it again to get the the. Would you play it on PS4. Okay, yeah, because it's also on Switch. Mm-hmm. I think it's on PC too. It's weird. Is it really? but, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, so I beat it yesterday. Uh. And then today I started the post game stuff um, on lunch. I made a sandwich today, so I didn't I, like I had time, so I was like, I'll play a little bit and you know start that. Um, I was super bummed. I made a sandwich that I so when I go to Publix now, instead of going like and waiting in line at the deli and like you know trying to social distance while doing that and not getting cut in line, you know, because fucking nobody does anything right here. Um, Publix has like pre-sliced deli meat. They'll they'll slice it and then they'll put out like a quarter of a pound or half a pound in this little case. So I just go there and I grab, you know, because they always have honey maple turkey, which is what I like. Honey maple turkey and honey maple ham. Those are the ones I get. If, um, if you could, if you have a Publix near you, get the uh, chipotle chicken ooh, breast. I don't like chicken. That's the problem. Oh, 
I do not like deli chicken. It has a taste. I don't know why. It's it's very weird to me, but I do not like deli sliced chicken. Um, and that's what happened. I grabbed what said it was like it was in the spot for honey maple turkey, but it was oven roast ever roast chicken breast. And so today I opened it to like just make a sandwich because I hadn't you know I got it on Sunday, uh, and then. You know, today was like the first time I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to go pick up lunch. Man, I smelled it and I'm like, uh, it's not turkey or it's a like a different kind of turkey. It's not the honey maple. And it said chicken. And I'm like, I'll give it a chance. You know, whatever. It was bad. <laughs> it was not good. Oh. Like I spit out a bite and just gave it to Lulu. And then I ate the Swiss cheese and the piece of bread that I had mustard on. I had deli mustard and dogs can't eat mustard. But Lulu got the other half with all of the, you know, chicken and whatever. Um, and I was super upset. And Kelsey was like, you should complain. I'm like, well, no, it's not their fault. Somebody clearly picked that up and then put it in the wrong spot. You know what I mean? Because, like, they're always really good about it. So I'm, I'm not going to be caring. But she was like, you should write a letter because she knows how much I hate <laughs> deli chicken. So she was, like, making fun of me. Like, man. So I had to make nachos for lunch, which were delicious. But. Well, um, you started the game, but I just wanted to see where your review stacks up against everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steam gives uh, Trials of Mana 9 out of 10, which okay. is pretty high. Uh, Google gives it 89% out of 100. Um, says that 89% like this video game. GameStop gives it a 4.2 out of 5. Yeah, so the way I'm at is like it's an 8 out of 10, which is a 4 out of 5, you know? Um and if we were doing halves, I might even give it like a four and a half. I really enjoyed it because I, I loved that. I played that game on an emulator years and years and years ago um, because they never brought it stateside. And so at some point I must have been in a drought, you know, just like, what else should I play? And I was like, I saw a fan translation of Seek and Densetsu 3, which is Secret of Mana 3, which is what this is. Um, and so I played it through. And I remember I played Kevin, uh, who's like the werewolf guy. And I had Charlotte on my team, and I want to say Reese. I, I said this last week, but um, so this time I did the other two characters I didn't play, Duran and Hawkeye. Uh, but I brought Reese because I just like Reese. I like Valkyries. They're pretty cool. So, um, But I'm going to play through. I already started a second playthrough using the other three because you get a trophy for it, and I want to see all their stories. But the biggest thing, I would take like, I, I almost take the half point off just for this. The fucking voice actor that does Charlotte, who's like a little kid, uh, has like they feign a speech impediment with R's. So they'll be like, very, very bad. And it's like, it's so bad. It's like almost unlistenable. (laughs) I do not anticipate enjoying this playthrough as much because I have her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to skip all that. Like I've beaten it. So like. I don't care about her story. I've already played through her story a long time ago. So I didn't so, know that Final Fantasy Adventure on the Game Boy, which yep. came out like 91, 92, yep. um, was the first game in the Mana series. I mean, it is a Final Fantasy spin-off game. It so in Japan, it wasn't called Final Fantasy Adventure. It was Seiken Densetsu, which is something <laughs> mana, you know, whatever. Um and then when they brought it to America, they named it Final Fantasy Adventure because Final Fantasy was the ba- the main RPG series here. You know, it was like the series that was big, and it was a name people knew. And you know, it's Square Enix; they they made both, so why not? Um, but yeah, that's the first Mana game. 
That's cool. I I just learned that by uh, reading a review. I didn't know that. That's funny. So, uh, the other only other thing I've been doing is uh, I've been playing Trials. Uh, sorry, Trails in the Sky. Uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky on PC. Loving it. I'm almost done with the first game, and I'm gonna play all three. So it goes first chapter, second chapter, and then third chapter. So then this weekend every review like i was just reading you know or watching videos no spoilers but just people talking about the series and like you know whatever because i'm into it um and everyone's like man the second series that never came to america uh the two piece or the two-part arc called the crossbell arc is like the best story out of all of them so the newer games are called uh trails of cold steel they came out on ps3 trails of cold steel one and two came out on ps3 and then three and four are now coming out on PS4. We just got three, um, and they re-released one and two on PS4. So I bought them all. I have them, uh, and the fourth one comes out in October. But the second series, they all tell stories that all connect to each other. They're all within the same like six month period in this world, and they're all from different parts of this continent, different countries within this one continent, right? And they all tell the different angles of like one big overarching story and supposedly trails of cold steel four is going to tie up things from all of the games like all of them and so i was like well i've got to get the second the the second and third game or you know the the two games in the middle and so the first one there's a fan patch that you can get like you can buy the game i paid 12 or 13 dollars on a japanese site um that uh it's called i don't know whatever it was it was on reddit like everybody was like this is a legit site you can buy it so i was like whatever um it's like basically japanese amazon and i bought that and then i just downloaded a patch it was super easy like i downloaded the english translation patch updated it and it's good to go the sequel is like a fucking nightmare to get i had to go onto a torrent site which i never do uh, and so I was asking my friend Justin, who's really good at, you know, he, he downloads a lot of shit. Like he, he's good at that kind of shit. He's knowledgeable where I am not. Oh, he's um, good at stealing. No, just kidding. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it, but he just, you know, he's better. He's more computer savvy than me. He's the guy that, um, you have a friend who's looking for an IT guy and that's who I was like, this is the guy I would, I would recommend because I know he knows what the fuck he's doing, you know? So he was like, first of all, why don't you have uh antivirus like you can't touch anything on the internet get an antivirus so i spent 50 bucks i got three years of kapersky which is a antivirus he recommended um so that i can fuck around and not be too too scared like you still got to be smart you know but um i just was worried i was going to get a virus just trying to get this japanese game you know so anyways i ended up getting it but it took a lot of work there's like a google doc that's on our google docs like you might have seen it called instructions and it's how you get the game and how you install everything and even getting the controller to work took a long time but i got it all set up so now um i can play it Uh, i'm probably gonna buy the physical copy of it uh for psp uh probably next time i get paid because i think you have to pay like i think it's like 25 dollars um just so that I've now paid for every game. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to steal. It's just the only way you can play it in, in the US is via a ROM, basically. Or, uh, you know, downloading the PC version from Japan and then converting it and everything. But they don't sell it. The first game I just bought because then I'm paying them money and it's my game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a nightmare, but uh, I got it. It's all set up. And then I put them both on my Steam. <laughs> so... <laughs> Now I can just play them right off. I can just launch them directly out of Steam, which is great. 
Um, but that was that took me hours on Saturday. And then the rest of the night I was looking at scooters. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a while ago, maybe two, two years ago, I was talking about getting a motorcycle. Like, no, yeah. I... I don't want to ride. Like, I don't want to ride it every day. Like, my a scooter, I would ride to work. You know what I mean? Because it's a mile. Like, I don't mind riding every day. But I know, you know, there there is risk involved with all of that. So I wouldn't mind riding a scooter to work, riding a mile a day, going 20, 30 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I were to fall or, you know, if, God forbid, a crash happened, I stand a pretty good chance of being alive. You know what I mean? Um... I don't want to ride on the highway. I don't want to do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? I like the look of a motorcycle, obviously, because they're way cooler looking. You know, you can, we were looking at Honda CB550s and, you know, in the style I like, which is Brat, uh, the Brat style or like Scrambler, um, you know, just like cafe racer looking bikes. Um, yeah. But, you know, if I got one of those, I'd probably be tempted to ride it on the highway just to like feel, you know, I, I don't want to do that. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a i feel like a, a decent sized scooter is a compromise that's really where this comes from is it's like i can get some of the power of a bike you know of a motorcycle but not have to be worried about shifting gears and 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 all that like i know i can put my full attention on the road because it's just an automatic bike you know i just turn the handle and drive um but i don't know we'll see i we've got repairs to do for the house first so i'm not doing anything yet yeah I got well, a plumber coming tomorrow. <laughs> and then we got to get shutters because it's almost hurricane season. So, Wow. Well, that's that's a freaking motorcycle right there. Oh, yeah. We're looking, thinking probably five grand, maybe six, which is a nightmare. Never buy a house, guys. Never buy a house. No matter what anyone tells you, no matter what, never buy a house. No, always buy a house because if not, you're just making your landlord rich. Guess so. what? We're all going to die. It doesn't matter about owning anything, dude. Rent forever. Because you know what? When shit breaks, the landlord has to pay for it. <laughs> the only thing that sucks, the only downside to renting is you sometimes get forced to move like I did because they sell your house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's happened to me too. Or, you know, or uh, you have all the sewage backing up into your house and there's not shit you could do about it. <laughs> well, listen, that was a bad... That was just a bad... We were in a shitty situation because our the house we were renting, the duplex got sold, and we had to find a place really quick. And, you know, we got screwed that way. But every other place I've ever rented has been awesome. Uh, bed bugs? I mean, that was... <laughs> that was... I mean, I don't know what that was. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, he don't have a leg to stand on. No, no, I do. Because the house itself was fine. I don't know if somebody that lived with me brought them or someone that lived and shared a wall with us had them i think the neighbors had them and, and once you get through all this little shit it it evens out man well once it's definitely not cheaper through- everyone lies to you and says it's cheaper you can find cheap places to live i pay five hundred dollars almost more than i did before <laughs> like housing is not cheap Buying a house does not guarantee you will have like your mortgage is not definitely going to be cheaper. Like you're not guaranteed because in a price range that I'm in, you have to have an HOA. That's just it. I I can't find a house. There's no single family homes for the price range I was in. I would have to spend another hundred thousand dollars, which is another thousand dollars a month. It's 
I don't know, man. I the longer I own a house, like I really love my house in terms of layout and size, but the people that lived here before did a bunch of ghetto ass work and fucking just everything's falling apart. They do just ghetto patchwork, and then eventually it's gonna fail. And it, you could either do the same thing, or you could fix it right. So you're doing the right thing by fixing it right, and you're you're feeling it. You're definitely feeling it. Yeah. That fucking hole in the roof or in the ceiling is one of the funniest things because I just pushed a ball of plaster out that they clearly stuck into a hole they drilled underneath a leak. <laughs> like they did it so that the leak wouldn't, you know, become a puddle and then make a big problem, you know, like make a lake. They they just drilled out the hole, probably stuck a bowl underneath like I have and just let it drip every time they flush the toilet. And then when they knew they were going to sell it, they were like, don't use the toilets upstairs. And they plugged it. <laughs> but yeah oh, man. anyway um, this, this is homeowner's corner <laughs> we don't have uh, shit to talk about so it's like this was we're at an hour we've we've done a pretty good job of uh filling time yeah but let's give the guys uh or the listeners i don't want to genderfy our listeners here but let's give them something to to learn about um let's give rock games something actually... to talk about <laughs> sorry had to do it your favorite company, Limited Run Games, uh, actually got me this past week. They did a King of Fighters 98 uh, Ultimate Matchup Collector's Edition that's in like a Neo Geo-style clamshell. Um, me and Jesse went back and forth on this. Um, they actually have the soundtrack on vinyl, too, but the soundtrack is garbage. <laughs> but I did go ahead and pre-order it. Um, I haven't... These things are like a better investment than Aaron's house because like my metal <laughs> plug one that I bought from them that I paid like 60 bucks for now goes for like 250, 300, which is stupid. It's so stupid. This is everything Aaron hates in video games, the collecting side that like, if you don't catch on, like as it's coming out, then you just missed it. And you know, you're not going to pay 250 for metal slug three on PS four because it's a limited run game. You know? Yeah. I mean, I... So I just... I can't find my pre-order for um, Xenoblade Definitive... Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition that's coming out Friday. So I pre-ordered it again, just in case I didn't. But then yeah. the first time I did the works, uh, the, like... It's the $79 version of it. That just has, like, an art book and a nice box, like... You know, I love that game. So I'm like, I want them to make more, you know, so I'll buy the the bigger version. So this the second one I just ordered on Amazon, just like the $50 one. But that one won't come until June 2nd. Like it won't ship. Amazon's having trouble with everything. So whatever. But that gives me time. If my big one comes, I'll just cancel the order. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I pre-ordered it. I'm like, well, I want it. I know I want it, you know. I want it. So you did you end up buying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I pre-ordered it. I'm I'm staring at it right right now. I did buy like the ultimate edition with the vinyl and everything. Um they call it the mega bundle. Um but uh dude, I'm I'm stoked because like they look so good. Like they look like a true Neo Geo clamshell. So I mean, I'm a sucker for that type of collection. Plus the value, you know, once they sell out they're pretty much done. Um, so 
all the limited run game stuff. I mean, they're on like 300 and something game. They literally come out with two to three games each week. Uh, yeah. Now they're having a, uh, a distribution through Best Buy, and you could buy some stuff. Like you bought um, one of their games. Yeah, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, I think you bought it from Best Buy. From Best Buy. Yep. Yeah. But, um, you know, they make they're making all their money they're making they deserve it i i i don't hate that at all actually i really like because what they do is they run games that don't necessarily get large releases no they make a physical you hate is when you miss out on that oh yeah sorry you and and, you know if you are not in the know when it's happening and then you're like left to like man i really want that you know bloodborne statue and then all of a sudden you, you know or that collector's edition and all of a sudden now it's 300 bucks yeah, that's the bummer. And that is the yeah. only thing that sucks about Limited Run. They live up to their name. And if you don't see it, man, you're fucked. Like, One of my favorite games from them is that River City Girls. That game is so good. And I wouldn't have heard of it if it really wasn't for Jesse coming out. And now I subscribed. And it's it's pretty good, man. Um, I got a couple games from them, like uh, Ukulele, which uh, was more wide for release. Windjammers, which is a uh, Neo Geo-style game, uh, among other things. But it looks like uh, they have a couple things that they're taking pre-orders on right now, which uh, Shantae, which is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a platformy, uh, like an old school kind of Genesis-y type of game. Yeah, uh, it really came about on the uh, Game Boy Advance. Actually, it's one of the most uh, expensive Game Boy Advance games, but it's definitely platformy, but they have a limited run of a, a game called seven sirens which i'm not familiar with um but they're the last uh day to pre-order is june 14th so once they're done they're done one and done i always say they uh they just released a bunch of um of star wars stuff i don't know how they they got like the rights to the star wars um franchise so uh, they're coming out with like a little bit one by one. So like the one that just came out was uh, Jedi Knight Academy for. Mm-hmm. So they have a limited run going to the Switch. Um, and then they also have Jedi Knight uh, Two, which is Je- uh, Jedi Outcast, or you could buy them as a bundle together, and like that sold out almost instantly. Yeah, I, I you, the problem with their shit. Is by the time you, uh, by the time you hear about it, a lot of times you'll see like an article and it's like a game. You're like, oh shit, I need that. They're already sold out. You're fucked. The the other problem is is uh, do you remember that Jay and Silent Bob NES game that they shit, came sorry. out with that like you could only buy it from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Mall Beatdown or Mall, something like that. Yeah, um, I think that was like released. Uh, I mean, pre-orders were taken like in September. They still haven't shipped it. It still says in production. Damn. It's, it's almost been a year, and I haven't seen yeah, this game dude. That, I, that I paid sixty bucks for. You know, that's the other downside to this. There's like maybe like, man, on the backorder list I was just looking at, I I got like another game from November 29th, which is uh, Super Fun Combo, which is a Neo Geo re release uh on ps4 hmm. in the clamshell and everything i mean i'm a sucker for those they're gonna get me every time <laughs> but yeah they they literally have such a backlog that like they're now months behind yeah and of course you know that 
they're even behind in their supply chain because of everything going on and closures. But still, I mean, you're talking September 6th. We're we're a couple months out from being a full year. Yeah. Damn. I remember when that got announced and they were going to do it on like an actual cart, right? Like a yeah, Nintendo yeah, that's cart. That's what I ordered. Yeah. yeah. Does it that's play what... in the NES or no? Yeah, it plays in the NES. Oh, oh hold on, hold on. shit. Let me double check that. Let me double check that. I think it's just a case, maybe. Yeah, hold I on. think it's just a case. Please note that this item is an open pre-order. Will not ship. Uh... Yeah. No, they put Dude, updates. They're by the way, ship. I watched the Jane Silent Bob reboot sequel movie that they put out, and it was so bad. No, this actually does play in the NES. Um, is now available as a fully functional cartridge compatible with the original NES. That's the cartridge so crazy. Will get playable by either one or two players. That's nuts. Yeah, I think I got the yellow. Yeah, I got the yellow one. I got the J yellow version. But still, they, I haven't got anything because they haven't shipped it. Estimated shipping date Q two twenty twenty. God Almighty. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in Q two now, yeah. buddy. FYI, so. you late. You um, late. So. Speaking of late, but also very welcome, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 Remake was announced, and it looks fucking awesome. It it looks good, um, but hopefully this wakes up EA Skate. I mean, listen, EA is going to have a tough year. Period. <laughs> I know that Tony Hawk was Activision, but I want to talk about EA real quick. With not a lot of sports happening in 2020, they're going to have a really tough year. This is the perfect year to go ahead and make Skate 4 because skating never stops. It doesn't matter what's happening. Yeah, you can skate by yourself and make a video and people are going to see it, you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, So hopefully this energizes EA to make Skate 4. I mean, everyone's asking for it. And like, I even went as far as buying that uh, se- session. Yeah. Um, that session game, which is like an EA Skate clone. Um. And it doesn't live up to it. It's not good. I mean, EA really... Skate 3 was, like, perfect. Perfect. I just wish there was more add-ons and more more going on after the fact of the game. Yeah. You know, yeah. more development, more stages, more worlds, so, stuff like that. But, you know, what's your excuse, EA? I mean, there's no sports games updates coming for 2020, so what are you doing? Right? I don't know. Anyway... Tony Hawk 1 and 2 looks good, gives a, a digital remaster, and then they interviewed all the original skaters. Um, it's pretty cool, and the soundtrack is still back. So uh, we're going to get Goldfinger. Yeah, uh, not six. every song is back, but they said they got about 80%. Which is good. I mean, yeah. you know, all things considering. They got trapped, the guy that's obsessed with, you know, the, the guy that just got, like, you know, dragged on the internet because he's, like, trolling people and whatever, the singer of that fucking band. But they they've got that um, headstrong. I'll take you on. That's gonna be on there. Goldfinger confirmed. Probably all the best songs, you know. Yeah. Well, in other news, uh, on top before the Last of Us uh, state of play that happened uh, actually today, um, we got a peek at the Last of Us uh, PS Pro special edition. This might be one of the last uh, Pro special edition consoles coming out. But it looks pretty good. It's not um, it's not too busy. 
but it's kind of simple. But it's a lot of black on black. It's a lot of flat black with gloss black uh, lettering. Um, the system itself is nicely engraved. I think I sent you a picture of mm-hmm. it, Aaron, yeah, when yeah. it came out. Um, to, match a, to match the console, they also have uh, pro headphones and a controller. But that's just more black on, uh, sorry, gloss black on flat black. Yeah, it's not actually engraved. It's just the sticker is glossy, so it looks textured or whatever. You know, like it's against the textured um, matte. It seems like gives it depth, I guess, because they the way they took the pictures, it does look like they're in, engraved, but they're not. Um, the headphones itself, though, have a nice like a uh, floral, like a uh, Fred Perry pattern on the inside cushion. But we all know that you know, <laughs> which this is going to open up a whole new topic. But we all know that those uh, headphone cushions don't last. No, they do not. <laughs> Dude, all right, uh, mine when I was moving the cabinet. I noticed my uh, anniversary edition headphones, the one, the same ones that you have, mine were peeling. <laughs> and you've never even worn them. I never even worn them. I took them out of the box, and they were on the shelf, but I've never worn them, and they were fucking peeling. That's I crazy. was so pissed. I was so pissed because, like, I understand. All right, the oils from your skin, da, 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 whatever. Yeah, and just moving, you know, the pressure and you know of putting them on your head, taking them off. You know, that's gonna shift the material but yours are sitting in a cabinet sitting in the cabinet i've never worn them i've like uh, honestly if i've worn them maybe it was less than five times like crazy and and in the past two years i haven't worn them at all um so mine were already peeling but you got new headphones yeah my recommendation which is the rig (laughs) i would say the rig something hx 400s or whatever so Let's hear your review of it. I think I talked about it last week. They're trash. Okay. Well, <laughs> they sound good. I uh, don't know about the mic because I didn't get on a, a call with anyone, but the sound is actually really nice in them. Um, I I felt like it was a lot, like a really rich sound. Um, Can you tell like direction with the sound? Um, right. I couldn't tell. I didn't play any games. Like, uh, oh no, I did. I played uh, Trials of Mana, but there's nothing really directional in that. You know. So I I use those in Call of Duty and I could literally like I'm a hound dog when it comes to loot boxes because I could tell what direction almost you know the height everything I I could tell now unfortunately for you you got some big old man ears uh no and I I have really small ears I you don't have small ears I do you, they're tiny uh, but I wear glasses and I wear thick glasses like I wear big ones i like you know the the earpieces to be uh, thick like i wear ray-bans like I, the yeah but don't you wear your white out eyes when you play games my what? contact lenses no <laughs> i don't have those oh anyway. i get what you're saying my marilyn mansons no i tried to put those on one time when i was a big marilyn manson fan and i got a pair and i couldn't touch my eyes so i just never put them in um <laughs> the problem being is that those ear cuffs are small the cans, like, I need big cans. Like, I need them, you know, to be my whole head because if not, then if the cushion part of it touches my ear, it pushes my ear into my glasses, which fucking hurts. I tuck my ears into the cups. Yeah. Now, I, 
I don't wear glasses. But if you do that, it's pushing that part that you tuck in down onto your fucking glasses. And then, in turn, pushing your glasses onto the top of your ear. It fucking hurts. Don't you put your glasses on top of the cuffs? No. Oh, I thought you did. No. So, I I got the Philips uh, SGH9500s. And the V-Moda Boom Pro Boom Mic that plugs into the 3.5 millimeter jack and gives you a new 3.5 meter cable. Um, and I just tested them out last night or yesterday. I was when I beat Trials of Mana, and man, I'm like, these are so quiet. Like when I plugged the mic in, well, I had tried the the headphones out and they sounded great, but I'm like, why when I use this cable are they fucking quiet? I'm like freaking out. Well, I realized they have a volume control. Uh, on the the little box for the mic like you know they have like a little amp box that's on the plug once i turn that up they're loud as shit but i will say the downside of those they're very comfortable they're very light the sound is really nice on them but they're open back headphones which i never even knew was a thing but that means that the earpiece is open on the back and it's like got a mesh instead of like a solid plastic and it plays outward whatever you're listening to too. So it's not good if you want headphones to like put on to be quiet. They these are sound headphones. Like they they are not gamer headphones. They are made to listen to music on or whatever. But you get the mic and that mic turns them into a gaming headset. They're also breathe it helps you breathe too. Mhm. Um where like noise canceling it it kind of you know it kind of keeps all sound in. When they're meshed back like that, they allow you to breathe, but also uh, allow you to hear things that are going on around you, right? Yeah, yeah. When your mom calls you for dinner. Yeah. My mom doesn't call me, but... uh, (laughs) She doesn't doesn't cut your hair either. She did. Um, I got a new haircut, but... Yeah, so that's the only downside for me is, like, if I want to listen to... Like, if I now that, you know, we're... I don't use them on my computer, and my, my computer's still in the bedroom right now, even though... Our roommate moved out, or you know, the girl who was staying with us moved out. Um, I bought a new desk. Um, what microphone? What's that? What's the microphone you bought with it? It's called a Vmoda Boom Pro or something like that. V M O D A. If you look that up, it's on Amazon. It was like thirty bucks. Um, and that just connects right into the bottom. of Yeah. That? So the the ja- the cord for the headphones is removable. Uh, it's a three point five millimeter to three point five millimeter. So you take that out and then you plug the headphone into that jack, or sorry, the microphone into that jack, and then it has a pass-through cable that you can use. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So you can turn any audiophile headphones into gaming headphones. So that is a that that mic was made for gamers who were sick of using gaming headphones headsets, you know, because they want better sound. You can then you can buy six hundred dollar headphones, you know, like for music or for whatever you know like people who do audio editing things like that and then turn them into a gaming headset very cool yeah that's such a great idea it's a super cool idea um and so that said i really like the headphones a lot like i like them they're super comfortable and breathable like you said that that really does help and i tried i covered them to see if the sound would be richer and it's not it i it's probably their design but covering them doesn't deepen the sound in any way like it's 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 interesting but you can hear everything so don't don't wear them and like listen to porn really loud at your house (laughs) (laughs) thinking you're sneaky because everyone's gonna hear you yeah that's where you're going with this um that was why i bought them you know 
my iPhone doesn't have a 3.5 millimeter plug. I was just going to plug them into fucking, I don't know what, uh, my secret phone, my, my flip phone. <laughs> gonna look at. You were going to get one of, you remember when microphones for computers first came out and like you would just get just a mic by itself? Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah, like, yeah. Not like a microphone, but it was like just a point, like a stick on your desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to do. Uh, what else? Um, oh, you got you saw a new um, ter- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machine by Stern. I I just saw this, and actually, uh, while we we're recording just now, um, I had a friend text it to me. I was t- and I was telling him I just saw it, but I mean, Stern just came out with uh, with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pinball machine, but it's still in the um, artwork style of like the '90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. Uh, um, it looks awesome. It looks so cool. If you haven't seen this, go ahead and Google it right now. Um, it's just announced um, today, actually. But there's, of course, uh, the way that Stern does it is they do like these tiered. So they have what's called LE for limited edition. They have a premium and they have a pro, which is their base model. Um, the LE is going to cost you, you know, for a brand new machine, $10,000. So, um, the average Joe really doesn't get that right. Um, the Metallica pinball machine that I want is still like five or six thousand dollars, uh, and that's used. Um, but I mean, this machine, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle machine for the limited edition has like the turtle green legs and the green um, protectors on the side and the palm guard. Uh, it just looks so cool. It really does. It does. I'm not a big pinball fan, but it looks really cool. And I like the Stern machines. When we did the, um, when we went to Chicago for C2E2, and we went to um, a pinball place, and then we went to um, the arcade. I really like the old school wooden Stern machines, like the really, really old ones. Yeah, not the like Guardians of Galaxy, like the all electronic ones. Yeah. not so much. Um, I, I like. You like. I like the, like seventies yeah. ones. Well, on this machine, it has a huge open center board, which I love. Um, it creates kind of a fast pinball experience. Um, so you need to do a lot of heavy shots to go ahead and shoot, um, you know, up the, the traps and the ramps. Um, so it everything's more on the uh, upside of the pinball machine than so much on the downside. Um, I, I love to play those styles, but... You could also tilt the machine to make the ball faster um, if if you you know want to add some difficulty to it. That's funny. As for uh, a little bit of video, uh, sorry, mo- movie news. Uh, Labyrinth Two, they hired director from Doctor Strange, which is uh, Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So looks like I they're mean, gonna continue with the Labyrinth Two going forward. Jim Henson is dead. David Bowie is dead. Like, why? Why not just let Labyrinth be Labyrinth? Yeah, you don't need to mess with it. You don't need but, to mess with it. Well, there's we'll, another we'll, sequel that's coming out. I, I that just had a director attached to it, and I can't remember what it was. Some other fucking movie that didn't need to be sequeled. Oh man. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It says no reason to be sequeled. No. Um, last that that was it. That's all I got for the news. What do we have coming up other than my video that is going to be put on Facebook and Instagram? Um, nothing. Nothing. Nothing's <laughs> going on, man. We're all living in fucking 
uh, God, what's the purgatory? Yeah, we're all just kind of hanging out. It's just suffering together, but apart. Well, um, one thing I'm excited about is I got a new drone daddy, which is a, a friend of ours, uh, Matt Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I saw. First. Dude, I am so excited. I was texting him earlier. I sent him a, a video of me crashing a drone in front of like 200 people, which was fun. <laughs> I gave him the number one tip, and I'll give it to you guys. Um, never send up a drone without making sure the calibration is 100%, uh, because literally once you take off, you're not going to be able to control it, and that's what happened to me in front of 200 people. Um, he is literally... A shot, rush a shot. He's literally a yeah. UK version of you. He's Dude, like a woodworker. He, he mountain bikes. He does... Now he's into drones. Like, he's you. Well, I wish I could be a, as good of a woodworker as him. I would love to go over there and learn from him. Uh, but, you know, I just kind of dabble. But, you built uh, your own yeah, pergola, he, okay? Don't don't ever <laughs> put yourself down. I, 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 I had to rebuild it uh, once. So you learn from your first mistakes, and then you, you know, as long as you're learning from there. But it doesn't matter. As long as you try, uh, woodworking's a little a cheap hobby to get into if you already have the tools or have access to some of the basic tools. So, but he makes some great stuff. He does. But, I wish he lived here, you know, lived stateside. I'd buy a, a computer desk off him. I'd have him build me one. Dude, he would fix your whole house between him and uh, some other people. <laughs> I'm drawing blank. I'm getting tired. Me too, dude. I'm getting really tired. So let's let's end it there. We love you guys. Got a good, you know, decent length episode out of us. Usually we're at about an hour. We're giving you a little half hour extra right now, okay? Well, so, if you want a little bit more, check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Nerds of Podcast. Same for Twitch, Instagram. Oh, actually, no. Instagram is Nerd Podcast. YouTube is Nerds of Podcast. Email us, please. Nerds of Podcast at gmail.com. If you listen to us and you haven't done it yet, Try and leave us an iTunes review. It helps us kind of get out there in front of everyone. Nerds is a very generic term. Please try and leave us a review. Um, if you do, we like to read the ones from iTunes, and so we'll read them back on the show. This is correct. <laughs> if you find a G29 wheel or you have one sitting in your closet, hit me up. If you have a Honda Helix scooter and you want to sell it and let if me get girl- out on these roads... If your grandma has a Honda Helix scooter. <laughs> Guys, look them up and write in. Let me know what you think. Jesse, uh, Jester, he, uh, I put it in a uh, chat with Nana, Finn, and Jesse. And uh, just to say, like, Keith's hating on me for wanting this, but I really like it. And Nana was like, why is it so expensive? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesse was like, don't get a scooter. I vote against it. Oh, God. Well, I would not ever recommend Jesse getting a scooter. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand the, the fear behind it all. Like, I get it. That's why I don't want to get a motorcycle motorcycle. You know what I mean? I feel like if I limit myself, if I put restrictions on myself, then I can, you know, guarantee I won't be going 80 and crash, you know? Well. I've already been ejected crack. from a car, so. You're still going to. Yeah, this is that's exactly. You're like, I don't want to crash and die. I'm like. Coming from the guy who's been ejected from a car, I mean, you could also die in a car. So yeah, done a lot of dumb things. Done a lot of dumb things. I'll tell you, Kelsey supports it. It's just she has an insurance policy on you. That's why (laughs) she does. She's my beneficiary on both my life insurances. (laughs) (laughs) 
Actually, no, my sister's one. So, you know, got to take care of all the ladies in my life. <laughs> Except for my mom. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, anyways, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Well, Keith won't. You'll get a nice long three-hour episode next week with uh, Jesse and I. Uh, we just can't contain ourselves. So we love you. Say bye, Keith.